Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by Anthony Galati. And as always, Stephen Bagliaco. Hi. Hey, everybody. I want an as always. <laughs> well, too fucking bad. You you could have said it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you had the option. Mm-hmm. I know. Then I would have had to be on my feet and change it, and I would have. I would have, I would have had something else. I was said with you currently. I wish I was as prepared as you. You have no notes. I have some notes. No, no, no. No, the, no notes that matter. <laughs> My dog has no nose. <laughs> You're supposed to say, how does he smell? How, how does, does he, he smell? smell? Awful. Uh. <laughs> Wasn't that the, the Hitler joke in Monty Python? Yes. yes. <laughs> so Is that the joke that causes everyone to die? It's the it's Germans. The, the Germans uh, counter. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't go as well. Yes, yes, yes. Hi guys, we're back. So uh, we're covering a sports movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which obviously this is in my wheelhouse because I think it's safe to say of the three of us, I'm the sports guy. I'm a you sports, are a sports fan. Man. That is over overly safe to say. Actually, <laughs> like you're you are the sports man. One of us actively dislikes sports. <laughs> I am expecting you to carry this one a little bit. You're gonna have you're to. Gonna ha- yeah. you're, you're gonna have more weight on your shoulders than usual. Oh yeah. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I am <laughs> ill prepared for this. <laughs> so um, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us. I'd like to give a thank you to tell Steve Dave, and we'll see you next time. Bye. You. No. So the, the Jackie Robinson story. So uh, 42. 42. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which, I have an, I have a title for this. We're, oh, what's your Title. Well, from now on, I'm going to give you an AKA for every movie that we do. If you haven't have noticed, <laughs> no, 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 you're not prepared. Um, <laughs> AKA, please give us an Oscar for using the hard R. I, I would call, <laughs> AKA, the guy from Firefly drops more N bombs than David Duke. <laughs> 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 All right, you beat me. You beat me. That was good. So, did you know why it was called 42 when you started it? Uh, no. You, no, you I did not. I did, yeah. I, I'm okay. not very well versed in sports at all. I never have been, as you know. So it it made sense later on. Obviously, I was like, "Oh, that's a number." Uh, <laughs> I I legit was going into this because you you were like it's a sports movie. I'm like, "Oh, he hit 42 home runs. This would be great." <laughs> that's when we watched 61. Is 42 a good number of home runs? That's not a, that's not a lot, right? I don't. That's think a I, very successful season. Is it season? Yeah. Uh, oh, so I wasn't career. I wasn't too far off from like. Thinking that I know Barry Bonds has the current record with seven, which which is seventy six. I didn't even That's know that. That's a lot of home McGuire. runs. Barry Bonds has the most home runs overall of his career and in a single season. Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player of all time. That's wow. so many home runs. That's a that's a lofty title to give someone. Yes, better than Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb is quite good, but I consider Barry Bonds to be the greatest hitter of all time. He's the only player to have 500 500 home runs and 500 steals. He was also a gold glover every single season in his career. So he was superhuman. He was on, like, he wasn't human. Yeah. Now, some would say that, you know, maybe he, like, took, like, some medicine that made him better. But whatever. I don't care about that, you know? (laughs) If you're not doing it, you're not trying to win, right? Exactly. You, You have no problem with the roids. I am pro steroids in sports. Pro. Pro, 100%. So you want monster men swinging bats. Yeah. Why would I why would I not want my athletes to be performing as best as they humanly could? You don't think I, it's cheating. No, I think it's an option available to every player and they can choose to take it or not like nutrition, diet, everything. 
You know, those are <laughs> their options hormones. available. Yeah, but nutrition and diet doesn't leave your body racked with problems yeah. later in life. That's, but that's, that's the sacrifice true. they're making for the sport. And I, I can understand the case against it for something like mixed martial arts or football or even hockey where there's, like, heavy contact. Mm-hmm. But for something like basketball or baseball where they're not really contact sports. The one constant through it's the like, years has been baseball. <laughs> All right, Cisco. <laughs> No, that's not Cisco. That's, that's not? It's uh, James Earl Jones and Feel the Dream. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were doing the opening that's, of DS9. That's the, that's the sports movie I know. Okay. Feel the Dream. Because mm. it has ghosts. <laughs> Brian, would you consider your knowledge of sports history on par with Ant's knowledge of regular history? I feel like Ooh. it is. No, I'm not. No? He knows more. He knows more about regular history than I do about sports history. I think if you took collectively all my bullshit and put it together, I can probably equal his regular history. <laughs> of bullshit. Of yeah, bullshit. like Because like yeah. I'm, I'm also full of bullshit. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, he knows like a lot about real history, and I think if you took like my sports, comics, movies, like all that yeah. shit together, <laughs> I think I could equal his regular history. Okay. <laughs> but... This is a baseball movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it is also a historical movie. It is. It is. This uh, is a pivotal moment in U.S. history, kind of. It is a big turning point. I think so. And as I mentioned on our last episode, Jackie Robinson is one of the sainted figures in American history. You did say that. Yeah. You never really hear anything bad about him. Mm-hmm. He's portrayed as this like sweet, yeah. gentle guy who just went through hell and also changed in, the yeah. world. In also your, in this movie. <laughs> in your opinion. Now, going back to that conversation we were having last time, is there a dark side to the Jackie Robinson story? Because it's certainly not in this it's movie. It's not here, yeah. It's not in this movie, but like some people are, they get upset at one scene in the movie, and we'll talk about it mm-hmm. later. But is they, it the bat breaking? It is the bat breaking scene. The, mm-hmm. That is a point of contention for many people. And the real Jackie um, Robinson story does not end as well as it does uh, in this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is kind of like an idolized version in this movie? Yes. Idealized, yeah. Now, I I do want to say before we start that I got a bone to pick with Jackie Robinson. Really? Oh, shit. I do do. not like Jackie Robinson. Really? It seems like he would be the only person in America based on this movie. I think think he's a fraud. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) This is a hot take. This is tea. This is hot tea. Yeah. So Jackie Robinson is not the first black baseball player to play with white men. Well, no, obviously not. Uh, Are we talking professionally? Professionally. He is not the first one. Who is? is? Sandy Koufax? No. Sandy Koufax is Jewish. Who am I thinking of? The pitcher from the Negro Leagues. Your thing is Satchel Paige. Satchel Paige. Satchel Paige is after. So, so the yeah. first black person to play baseball with white people. Professionally now. Professionally. professionally. In the major leagues. Yep. Uh, oh. I, I, hold on. I'm not sure about the major leagues. I don't know the exact team, but he was the first. Yeah, but if somebody's a flash in the pan I, I guy, think. who cares if he's the first? Not the fact that he's the first. The first that he broke the barrier and opened the door to real integration. He is the first black man to play major league baseball. This man. Oh. His name is Moses Fleetwood Walker. Moses he's, he's Walker. Kind of I've uns- heard this he's name. He's an unsung... I've mentioned him before. Yeah, he's yeah. an unsung hero. He is the first person, and he did it in 
18 well he was born in 1856 and he wow. played he played with white people in 1884 damn what team he played on the toledo blue stockings in double a ball and he went on to play uh in another team which chicago white stockings which i think we can all guess what team they became of course the florida marlins <laughs> <laughs> may i make a historical comparison yes this is like you making a big to-do about the Vikings landing in Newfoundland when Columbus is the one who opened it. I, I don't know. This sounds like he... It would have taken more balls to play baseball in the 1880s, you said? Balls is, mm -hmm. is irrelevant. It's what impact did he have? Look, the guy play, The guy may I have mean, played, but it, it did nothing sure. for anybody. The well, was he good? That's the thing. Was he really know. good? I don't know. But we know that... This man, Jack, Jackie Jack, Robinson. Jackie Robinson is the guy. Jackie Robinson yeah. is a better player. Right. I will just say I don't like that he's getting the credit that as the first, as the mm -hmm. first when he is not the first. Mm -hmm. You he's could, the one that matters. Though. He's the one that matters, and he broke the color barrier, and he's obviously important, and he's a, and he's a better player than Moses Fleetwood Walker. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's fair to Moses. Mm -hmm. That he is that he's just forgotten. He's completely forgotten mm -hmm. and erased when he did it first. It's the Leaf, mm -hmm. it's the Leaf Erickson syndrome. He's, he's the Leaf Erickson yeah. of, yeah. of Brian of pulling a Leaf Leaf Erickson here. <laughs> you know, I I just don't I don't <laughs> want Leaf landed first. Whatever, he didn't do anything with <laughs> yeah. it. We don't care. I don't want Moses erased. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, I and like no one knows that this fucking guy even exists. How did you hear about it? Not <laughs> making macaroni pictures, and he came to him in a dream. <laughs> I desire. So, <laughs> little South Park reference for those. So, <laughs> I first heard about him. There's a movie called Little Big League. Have you ever heard of this movie? Yes, I have. This is a 90s kids movie. <laughs> yes, it is. Would you like to explain the plot of Little Big League? I've never seen it. Okay. It was like a Channel 11 Sunday movie that would run a lot. And basically, the plot of the movie is that this kid's grandfather owns the Cubs. And when he dies, he says that my son is now the GM of and manager of the team. Oh my God! His his like child and an eleven year old is manager of the Minnesota Twins. Yep, yeah. that sounds like a nineties kids. And movie. he has encyclopedic knowledge of baseball the and the kid okay. because his grandfather has tested him his whole life. And his grandfather early in the movie asks him. Who was the first black player in Major League Baseball? And obviously, the kid goes, you want me to say Jackie Robinson, but it's actually Moses Fleetwood Walker. And I heard this, and I was like, <laughs> head exploded. His mind was blown. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, everything I know is a lie. Like I was just burning Bryce Sports books in my room. Sunday afternoon. <laughs> like I had pictures of Jackie Robinson in my room. I started burning them. He's a fraud. Anarchy, no false idols. <laughs> 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 so that's one, my first bone to pick with Jackie Robinson. There's more than one. Yeah. Oh, the other one is that. The, this second one is deeper to my heart, and okay. it bothers me on a moral and a personal Mind level. Mind you, Brian doesn't play baseball, <laughs> and it's a blight to my eyes. This is not his skin color because I said blight to the eyes, and I saw that look you gave me, Aunt. <laughs> Aunt got an erection again. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, I'm a Mets fan. Oh, okay. I, I already know where this is going. All right. I don't know where this is going. You don't I, know. Without the Dodgers leaving, there are no Mets. I'm, I'm, trust me, happy about that. If the Giants didn't leave New York, I probably would have ended up a Giants fan. Mm -hmm. But, regardless. Regardless. In the, the Mets stadium, which is City Field, 
It's a beautiful stadium. If you've never been, I recommend checking it out. They have really good food options. Great place to catch a baseball game and hang out with your friends. There is one thing in the stadium. <laughs> Why was that so odd? <laughs> because, because after this, by the way, this podcast presents you, Bice. <laughs> <laughs> okay so hang out with your friends hang out. have a grand old time <laughs> nice cold by the way beer. when you're buying Mets tickets make sure you put in reviewing history <laughs> as a promo code you get a free beer and beer and a dog on Citibank <laughs> alright so when the Mets built this new uh, arena new stadium 2009 2009 is the year it opened yes mm -hmm. which obviously I still wish we had Shea I prefer Shea as nice as this stadium is Shea is near and dear to my heart mm -hmm. but when this stadium was opened the old owners of the Mets the Wilpons had a hard on for the Brooklyn Dodgers because the Mets are like the spiritual successor of the Brooklyn Dodgers they are but at the same, like, the, so uh, one thing about the Mets is they're a combination of all the New York teams. They have pinstripes in honor of the Yankees. They have the orange in their name because of the Giants. Giants and they have the blue for the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. And they're an amalgamation of all the New York teams. And they represent, you know, New York baseball. That's mm -hmm. like their pitch. From Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> now they're in Queens. It's a joke. They, I think when the, when the Mets came into being, weren't they trying to just get as many of the old like Giants and, and Dodgers fans that were just left dejected after Branch Rickey betrayed them. Yes, yeah, so they wanted it. <laughs> it's actually O'Malley, not Branch Rickey. Branch Rickey's the guy who moved them. I thought it's I thought it's O'Malley. I watched the Ken Burns doc. I'm pretty sure it's it's, it's Branch. You love a good look, Ken's Bur Ken I'm Burns. I'm not. I look. I will defer to you, but I'm almost positive Branch Rickey is behind the move to Los Angeles. If Ken Burns said it. It must be true. It's Walter O'Malley. Okay. I defer to Brain. Brain was correct. I've been yeah. put in my fucking place. Mind your fucking P's and Q's when I'm talking sports, bitch. Tell Ken Burns. <laughs> Tell Ken Burns and his shit haircut to come see me. He does have the worst haircut in America. It's so bad. Is it a wig? Uh, why would you have such a shit wig? Yeah, good point. <laughs> you could have any haircut. <laughs> you pick that. He, he's just a big Mo Howard fan. <laughs> <laughs> he's just always poking people in the eyes. Ah, shit. wise guy, eh? <laughs> Come here, you mug. <laughs> Maybe he's a shemp man. <laughs> anyway. Oh, the Civil War. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> That's my Larry. That was, that was pretty good Larry. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Do all men just love the Stooges? Stooges rule. <laughs> all right. So anyway, the the old the Mets old owners, the Wilpons, have and they, they're like the third or fourth owners of the team. They have an insane hard on for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Mm -hmm. And when they built the new stadium, they tried to make it look like Ebbets Field. Mm -hmm. They put like the like the seat colors they tried to make it look like Ebbets Field blue it's also a, the Mets color no it's it's green actually oh oh that was what Ebbets Field had I believe so that's that's what I've been told you know it's all black and white images and from the 50s from the 50s and yeah. it's hearsay but they put in something that I absolutely despise what's that now bear in mind the Dodgers still exist in Los Angeles in Los Angeles 
they put a monument to the Brooklyn Dodgers in the form of Jackie Robinson in the middle of the Mets stadium. Why do you use that part? How and dare it's called, they? And it's called the Jackie Robinson <laughs> Rotunda. The guy was never a Met. He was in a Met. He was never a Met. His number is already retired, and I'm totally fine with that, and I think it's an acceptable thing. And I think it should be. He's, his number's retired through all of baseball. All of baseball. Do you know who the last player to uh, wear his jersey number was? Mariano Rivera. Oh, I thought I was going to get you. I am impressed. Thank you. You're a true blue Yankee fan. Not really, but... <laughs> Who's their starting first baseman right now? Right now, I have no fucking clue. I don't know either. <laughs> um, Can you name one current Yankee? Current? Current. I think the last time I knew Yankees was like CC Sabathia. So when was that? I think he retired like maybe three, four years ago. Jabba Chamberlain. So we're going back like 10 years. Yeah, now. Jabba's a while ago. Um, I don't know a single Yankee right now. Can't name one. Can't name one. Aaron Judge? I've heard that name. I have heard that name. He's the he's the Yankee right now. Okay. Is A Rod still playing for him? No, no. Uh, he's A Rod is A Rod is knuckle deep in J Lo's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. Uh, no, Ben he, Affleck is back up in that thing. Uh, oh, you're right. <laughs> There's enough for all. <laughs> Do you think Ben Affleck gets a certain? <laughs> that's a, that's a funny joke. Do you think Ben Affleck gets a certain satisfaction that he like took that yes. ass from a Yankee because he's a Red Sox fan? It's not the ass it used to be, but it's still good. But do you think he's like, I took it from a Yankee and I'm a Sox fan? Well, didn't he, he have it, he first, it first anyway? He yeah, had it first. So. But he got it back. <laughs> sure, yeah, I guess. So I don't like the rotunda because it's a monument to another team that hasn't been around by the time the stadium was built. In fucking when 2009. they yeah they left in 1957. So yeah. it's like <laughs> people that were alive for that are dwindling. It's like yeah. I have no fucking love for the Dodgers. They're mm -hmm. across the country. Yeah, like and I that I have to deal with a monument to the Dodgers in my own stadium. But is it a monument to the Dodgers or a monument to Jackie Robinson personally? It's his, it's a statue of him. Mm -hmm. No, it's it's the number 42. That's him. And That's there's not them. But yeah. there's pictures of him all over. He was never a Met. Like, I get that. What, like you could well, put, you could make a case for this in every stadium. Then. Yeah, I mean he does have a cultural significance beyond the team he was on, obviously. But that's why his numbers are tired. That's enough. You could have put a Tom Seaver thing mm. in there. You could have put a Mike Piazza thing for 9/11. You could have put anything with the Mets mm. history, and we have to have a monument to another player in the stadium. Okay. And it just bothers me on I a moral see, level. I, can, I definitely see how that could be annoying. Yeah, I, th I really fan. thought you were going to go the racist route, so I'm okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Again, I, I am totally cool with having him, his number honored. I'm even cool with a stadium, with a statue outside the stadium in, like, the parking lot when you're walking in. It's, it's just in the it's stadium. in the stadium. It's, so you walk in, you, like, you go through security, you, mm -hmm. you get your ticket checked, and you walk in, and there's a giant 42 in the middle of, like, this um, uh, atrium. And there's like pictures of him and like all his LA and all his Brooklyn Dodgers shit. And it's like the man was never a Met. Like, and well, isn't it just the location um, significance of it? It's not no? even the same borough. The Mets playing Queens. The, it's yeah. the same city, though. I, uh, right? Like, it's the same city. Yeah, as long as so, we're talking about Jackie Robinson statues, uh -huh. um, I found out that in, I believe it's Flatbush, where Ebbets Field used to be, there is a baseball field right now. That has a statue of a moment from this movie where, um, what's his name? The captain of the Dodgers, Brian. Uh, in what? In the movie. Oh, Pee Wee Reese. Pee Wee Reese uh, puts his arm around him mm -hmm. in that game. They mm -hmm. have a statue of that moment in, in uh, Flatbush today. That's like an iconic 
moment. Yeah, so it's like, I, I get why he would be angry at this, but it's just the, the location relevance of it. That's all. It's just a, this is a city thing. That's all. Sure. I um, think I, don't, I wouldn't read too much into it. Sports get very... Um, They're touchy. They're touchy people. They, they are. They get very passionate about things that we would consider to be minutia. It's, tri- yes. it's, it's <laughs> tribalism and it's yeah. trivial. Yeah. It, and, like, obviously I'm a superstitious bastard, so I believe that having a monument to another team in your stadium curses you. Oh. <laughs> and, and I will say this. I will say this. There is a Tom Seaver statue now outside the stadium. But to me, it's like when they built this, they should have just put the 42 outside. Let me ask you a question. Yes. That's hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. In Los Angeles, they build a new stadium. They put a Piazza. Reggie Jackson <laughs> statue in the stadium. Do you consider this to be the Yankees conquering Los Angeles like warlords? <laughs> They're simple. <laughs> well, he was, he was never a Dodger, but he was a California angel. All right, I picked the wrong guy. Uh, David Cross. What's his Not David Cross. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Isn't David Cross a comedian? Yeah, David Cross was in Small Soldiers. <laughs> um, no, uh, Dave, David, uh, the, the Met. The Met, we met the, David Co- Oh, David Wright. David Wright. We met him in uh, a diner. Yeah. Um, we met him in a diner down the block from yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, his statue is there. Is that the Mets conquering Los Angeles? Do they own it now? Definitely. They put a it's a symbol of of their dominance. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like the it's like the Charles Gordon statue in cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> like it's there, and you know why it's there. <laughs> you know, you don't put like the Jets would never build a statue of Tom Brady in their fucking stadium. Right. Uh, never say never. Yeah. Never say never, whatever. So uh, th- those are my two personal bones to pick with Jackie Robinson. <laughs> Though I shouldn't get as mad. <laughs> you know, neither are his fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working through some stuff today. <laughs> Did you realize the error of your ways? <laughs> no, I'm still mad about the rotunda. Anyway, now that we've gone through all that, let's talk about 42. The movie. Oh, yeah, we're talking about a movie. So the movie starts with a narration saying that there were 400 white players, and at the start of this season, it will go down to 399 whites. It's, um, and Brian threw a baseball through the TV. He's like, Why? <laughs> Inaccuracy! <laughs> that actually is slightly inaccurate. I told you. Why? Because, well, in the movie, they act like no uh, African Americans or blacks came up that season when, in fact, other teams actually brought up black players that season. In the minors? In the. When Jackie Robinson is in the major leagues, like a couple of, like, weeks or months later, like, there's, like, a black dude on, like, the Indians. Wait a minute. Wait. What are you telling me here? Was the fucking league integrated or wasn't it? It, it's integrated way quicker than you would believe. And in fact, the Dodgers have a second black guy on the team. So this is just, this whole legend is not real. He's the first. He had a bone to pick, and he's picking it. He is the first, 100, he's the first to break the color barriers after it was instituted, after Moses. But, yeah, like, that season, Jackie Robinson breaks the color barrier. He goes through, like, a lot of shit, like, in the movie, but there were other black players in the league. That, that at the same time. At the same time, yep. Mm. Uh huh. Okay. 
seeing um, the settings and whoever, first off, the, I have Who's to. Who's the director of this? I don't know. I was going to say the director did a good job. A lot of this reminded me of like Spielbergian stuff. There's a lot of whimsical music that I thought mm -hmm. was cheesy and out of place. Um, I like the music here. I, I think I, it was fitting. I I, I, the, I found the soundtrack of this movie to be slightly distracting. The cost, whoever was behind the costumes, did a fantastic job. Oh, agreed. Yeah, I gotta yeah. say, we have to bring back leisure suits. <laughs> we have to bring back leisure suits, and we have to bring back really big hats because, like, I'm looking at this. I'm like, they look so great. They I, look so classy. I wish we were lived in the hat society. Now I can't wear hats. We've discussed this already. We, we, you've tried it. Yes, you've tried the fedora. But um, I, I gotta respect you for trying. If we did, I feel like I could get away with some things. Hats know. suck nowadays. Hats do suck now. You know, like the baseball cap sucks. Yeah. I mean, look at this movie. We're watching baseball games. Nobody's wearing a Nobody's baseball, wearing baseball cap, cap except the player. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it was it's like no, it just I, I, keeps the sun out of For whatever eyes. reason, adult men in the 30s and 40s felt like they didn't need to dress up like the heroes. They didn't cosplay as the players on the field. They still dressed like adults. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's actually, like, I never thought of it like that. That's actually weird. Well, you basically always wear a suit, right? Like, you don't yeah. even wear a T-shirt. Right. Leisure <laughs> suit. They were comfortable yeah. Merchandise suits. hasn't really been sold yet. Uh, yeah. I do have a list of the uh, black players in Major League Baseball by order. Okay, let's hear this. Let's right. figure this out. So I'm going to go, and we're only going to do the 47 season, because obviously beyond that, you know, it keeps going. But this is in Jackie Robinson's rookie year. Jackie Robinson, April 15th, 1947. Mm -hmm. Larry Dobby, Cleveland Indians, now the Cleveland Guardians, July 5th, 1947. I'm going to pause you there. Yep. Three that months. is on a professional team the same time Jackie Robinson is. Three months. Three months later. later. Yes. In the same season. Yes. Same season. And he yeah. gets no recognition. Not in the public. Yeah. Uh, he is in the Hall of Fame. What the fuck? This this is blowing my mind. Yep. Then that's then why I don't take sports seriously. The St. Louis Browns have two that come up in July as well. I had no idea about any of this. The Brooklyn Dodgers have uh, one another one come up August twenty sixth, nineteen forty seven. Who? Uh, his name is Dan Bankhead. This is all less than a less than six it's months. In the same season. Yeah, same season. Yep, and he is the last person, uh, last black player to come up in the 1947 season. So how, so how many were there? You have counting six. Jackie Robinson. One, two, three, four, five, five. So Jackie five. Robinson okay. does it, and it's like all the other owners are like, "Well, we can do this now. So let's get some good talent." Yes. Or, or they saw like I mean at least, this, this at least there's good. five players that break through on two teams. Mm -hmm. Was it possible three, they, three they teams, saw sorry. him doing good now and we were can... like we can get them? Yeah, I guess. Like, right? Like they all know like the Negro leagues are real and they're a thing mm -hmm. and everybody can see how these great players that are just not being used. They have talent. Yeah. 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 The you have to assume <clears throat> that all of these other guys are dealing with the same trials and tribulations, you know, from their fellow players from the fans mm -hmm. from every, everything else same as Jackie thing. Robinson depending yep. on where they were it might have been worse possibly sure I mean you don't want to be in Philly <laughs> Huh? Yeah, apparently Philly has a is spelt um, well. It's way R. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Philly's a problem. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that. Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What so, a good, uh, good scene though. So Jackie good Robinson scene. opens the door. Yeah. And, you know, a couple months later, the league has changed. These guys need recognition. And they're just they're dealing with the same stuff. Now, you never thought this, right? You I, I thought, I assumed my whole life, because, you know, you, you, 
this is part of like American myth making. This is American yeah. myth making. Like we hear about this as children, and I assume Jackie Robinson he broke the color barrier, opened the door to all of these people and all these players, and event and in doing so led to eventually the end of segregation. Yep. And that is the mythos, and that is the legend. You don't think that there are other people in the same exact boat as him, essentially. Yeah. You know, that going through the same stuff. Wow. And I think... He's got... We should... Not, like, obviously... I don't know. What, what do you do? Well, the first guy through the door always, like, catches the most shit, right? <clears throat> he takes all the bullets. But I'm sure these guys are taking the same bullets. It's they just, are. They're yeah. not getting... You know, the posthumous praise. Well, it's he played in New York. It's New York. He's on the second biggest team, mm -hmm. you know, the Brooklyn Dodgers. Right. They're fabled. You have all these boomers and grandparents that still talk about them and love them, mm -hmm. you know, despite them not being in New York. My fucking father-in-law has this torch for the Brooklyn Dodgers. He what, was was he, what was he, two years old was, when they he left? He wasn't alive. <laughs> he wasn't alive when they were around, I don't think. Or, like, they left before he, like, knew, like, before he could, like, stop shitting himself. It's like... And he has this torch for the Dodgers, and he talks about them, and he hates Walter O'Malley. I'm like... And me and me and his son were like, why? You don't care. You're a Mets fan. <laughs> ah, but when it was a game, huh? Yeah, and, and like... <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah, yeah, the Frank Sinatra song? There was a ballpark here. <laughs> <laughs> How does this movie start? We still haven't started the movie. Oh, okay. no, we did. We did because the movie itself, and to, to quote Brian, he's seen it before and oh, yeah. forgot that he so saw I it. To ask you saw I wanted to ask you guys, what did you think of the movie? Well, we do that at the end. No, right? usually we do it at the beginning. I got to tell you, so the way we record these episodes is we do three at a time. And, you know, we get told a quota of movies that we have to watch. And there was this was the one I was not excited to watch because I didn't think I would be that interested in the topic. But I ended up uh, enjoying the movie quite a bit. I liked it. It is a bit cheesy at times. It's a little melodramatic. Oh, yeah. But it is a well-made, fun movie. Inspirational. It is inspirational. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I liked it. What did you think, Steve? Uh, just as boring as watching a baseball game. You didn't like it? No. I think nothing happened in the movie that was worth note. What do you mean? I'm not even kidding. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. It was inspirational. I mean, it, it, it's it a just, change in American society yeah. in a microcosm, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, but I wanted the story of his life, right? And what I got was the story of him going from different places and having trouble being allowed to play, but then playing and being worshipped for it. They were they they showed no struggle that this man went through. I would disagree with that. I Not really. The, I think the whole thing is showing his struggle. No, like like when I think of struggle, maybe I should maybe I should rephrase it a little bit. You're talking about his success on the field. His success on the field was his success. Off the field, he did have some troubles, but nothing bad happened to this man. This man was never. Abused. He was never arrested. He was never like there. Nothing. Oh, I'll agree with you. There. Nothing I mean, happened. He's verbally to him. abused. He's verbally, he's abused, verbally abused. But he overcomes it, and yeah. that's the only abuse he takes throughout the movie is being verbally abused. He gets stepped on. He gets you know. Right. There's, he, he gets beaned. Yeah. He gets. He gets. He puts beamed, up with yeah. shit. And there's a does, there's yeah. a potential but, for yes. bad shit. Yes. There is. Um, but not like. It, it never hits a point where I'm like, oh, my God. I no, can't, he's never in danger. I can't really. believe he he's overcame never, that. I go, oh, wow, he's playing baseball. 
Yes. Great. <laughs> but that's I expect, the story. It's not right. a lot. I expected more. And in more. doing so, it is impactful. I, I expected more stuff that happened to Just him. Just because the trials and tribulations aren't, you know, violent or... Or whatever doesn't mean it's not an important story. Not I did not say that. I did not say it was not important. I think it takes a special person to be able to go through what he did. Yes. Uh, it's yeah, very sure. difficult. Sure, of course. Like, I just think it was compared compare it, compare it to the other movies that we've thrown on this show. Mm -hmm. This is definitely underwhelming when it comes to the trials and tribulations of, of, of a person. Think of, I'll put Khartoum out there for a moment. What he's putting up with, yes, is it's hard. It's not. It's, I'm not underplaying it. I'm on. I'm saying for for the quality that we put out, uh -huh. it's not. It, it was right. just a little boring. It's That's not, all. It's not sitting bull watching the destruction of his race. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not. Guy, you know. It's a guy taking some shit for the greater. Taking good. a shit for yeah, and uh, it has its place, mm -hmm. and it's uh, it's an inspirational story. It it definitely let me see baseball in a different light because as like. Growing up, I really didn't care for it that much and didn't understand the history and, and the impact that it actually does have on a society, which it did have a huge impact. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to be like, wow, that was an amazing movie. Like, Brian forgot that he saw it. So that's, <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's what I wanted to know. say. Like, I like this movie. Mm -hmm. And, like, I thought I hadn't seen it. And as I'm watching, I was like, oh, I remember this. I remember this. And by yeah. the end, I was like, oh, yeah, I saw this movie. And I had completely forgotten Forgot I've you seen it. So, yeah, it's not, it's, look, it's not a great movie. It's not a great movie. Mm -hmm. It's a totally fine, good, well-made well movie, well movie with, like, emotional moments. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, I found myself getting choked up at times. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, I'm a sucker for sports inspirational shit. Mm -hmm. So it got me in the sweet spot. Yeah. When they were hugging on the field. Does yeah. that got you? That got, that got me a little. That, I, like that, I like that part. There's a couple of moments that, yeah, there, there's emotional, like, strong moments. And then there's other moments where you groan at how silly it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and we will talk about that. Um, I, li I like uh, a couple of scenes that we'll, that I want to bring up. So and... let's let's uh, d dive in. Harrison Ford is Branch Rick. <laughs> oh, my God. What did you think of Harrison? He is fucking awful he is so weird he might he may have well have delivered every line like this what the fuck was he doing you gotta be calm harrison ford is not a good actor he's not was he ever a good actor no he was just a presence, right? Maybe. He's a great leading man. He's he's a cool guy. Is he a good actor? No, he's never delivered a good role in his life. We've gotten fucking... <laughs> his best one is Indiana Jones, and, like, what does that require, really? Groaning. Be cool. Groaning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I Get off my plane. Yeah. He's <laughs> delivering that the same way, only with the baseball. Yeah. You gotta be nice. <laughs> I don't want you to get in any fights. <laughs> They're gonna test you. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna compare you to Jesus Christ several times throughout this movie. <laughs> I'm a Methodist. I did like that line. I really liked that line. I'll admit it. Wait, so I did like the line, uh, "Dollars are green." Yes. And he lets you know yeah. exactly why he's doing it, right? Dollar, we want those Negro dollars. Yeah, but it doesn't hide that from Jackie either, and Jackie no. agrees. And they, yeah. I, I think uh, I, like I liked that, it. I like, I like that, that they part. didn't portray him because the easy route to go is that like 
Branch Rickey is such an honorable man. Sainthood. That yeah. it's like, I need to do this to change society. Like, to help. They do. They play both sides. They make him God, and then they make him a capitalist at the same time. Because God is a capitalist. <laughs> God is a capitalist. You know, yeah. he, he, they try to have the cake and eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of like uh, <laughs> I, I feel like if they just made him a capitalist, mm-hmm. it, it actually plays better. Agreed. And that's yeah, that's kind of one of the. I things, don't know what the right? real guy was like per se in on this particular issue, but pick one and mm-hmm. make it the real one. Whichever side of that he fell on, show it. Yeah. You know, but they've they did both, and it didn't really yeah. make sense. Yeah, because even. It seems like the character of Jackie in the movie was confused too. He's like, "Why are you doing?" He asked him several times. Yeah, he's like, "Why are you and doing Branch this?" And he doesn't give a good answer. Weird yeah. like, Sometimes he gives him an answer. Yeah. In the future, yeah. have you heard of the Force? <laughs> <laughs> I've been from one side of this country to the other. I've seen a lot of strange things, but I ain't seen nothing that make me believe that there's some unknowing thing. And Jackie's like, what? <laughs> it's true. All of it. <laughs> Jackie, we're steal home. <laughs> I want you to run. I want you to be like the devil himself. But don't be like the devil. <laughs> the ben. devil's gone. Ben Wilkinson, come over here. <laughs> Harrison Ford fucking stinks. <laughs> but isn't he awesome? Yeah. <laughs> you can't help but love him. He's like your lovable grandparent. <laughs> so he's doing this straight for uh, the green. Um, Jackie, is he? <laughs> Jackie Robinson. We got to talk about the gas station scene right in the beginning. Oh, the gas man? Yeah. Again, capitalism is solving the problem. Well, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Do, is Jackie Robinson in charge of everyone? Is he the manager of the bus? Because they pull it. They, okay, so there's a gas station. <laughs> the bus pulls in with this Negro League team. Jackie Robinson mm-hmm. is on the bus. And they start filling up their, their tank. Yep. And he goes to take a leak. And the this is in the South. It's in Alabama, if I'm not mistaken, in the movie. And the gas station attendant goes, come on, man. You, you know you can't go in there. He's trying to go into the bathroom. Right. Yeah. And Jackie Robinson, I guess, takes charge of everyone's life. We ain't filling up here. Yeah. We're out. I guess we'll just run out of gas then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In the middle of Alabama. Take the pump out. Yeah. And he... And he... uh, You don't want our 100 gallons of gas here. Right. He makes the guy let him go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Capitalism solves it. It's a good scene, but I just... I don't think that the people on the bus would have appreciated him ruining their entire trip. For the sake of him taking a piss where he wants to take a piss. You know, they could do it on the side of the road. They've all been living in this society for their entire lives. It's not something new that they're all going to get very angry about at that particular moment. You know, it's like, come on, man. We know how society uh, is. I think, I think the point <laughs> of that is... We live in a society! You know, <laughs> <laughs> the point of that is to show there's of a transition. Though, it's, right? it's, for the, yeah. it's for the audience. Right. Yeah. And I will say that is kind of in Jackie's M.O. Because in the movie and in real life, he was court-martialed mm-hmm. because he was a de- ser- he did serve in the war in World War II. Mm-hmm. And uh, he refused to sit in the back of the bus and he was eventually court-martialed for it. And he ended up getting an honorable discharge he was this is the man we need there's a problem with authority (laughs) uh so then we find i want to bring this up real quick 
I read that part of what made the integration possible at this particular moment was the former commissioner of baseball, was the first commissioner of baseball ever. Um, I have his name. You know what it is, Brain, off the top of your head? Oh, first commissioner of baseball. Kennesaw Mountain Landis. Jesus okay. Christ, that's a real name? Kennesaw Mountain Landis. He was a judge. He, this is the guy um, that they Here put comes in, the judge. Here comes the place judge. after the Black Sox scandal with Arnold Rothstein. Uh-huh. That's a great name. Jesus um, Christ. He was apparently a brutal racist who did not want integration to happen. Oh. <laughs> and they had to wait for him to die before this was even possible. So he died in 1944. Uh-huh. So, And I guess Branch Rickey probably wanted the war to end before he started making waves. Mm-hmm. So now it's 1946, 47. Let's, let's make this happen. Let's do it now. So yeah, just wanted to okay. give a little context here. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we find out that I'm a Methodist. God's a Methodist. <laughs> He's a Methodist. What does a Methodist believe? <laughs> believes in greenbacks. <laughs> oh my God, you're really hitting me with something I haven't looked up. <laughs> I figured you would know. Um, Methodism is a popular religion in the United States. It is a form of Protestant Christian. And a form of acting. Methodist acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which Daniel is what they Lu- Daniel Day-Lewis is a Methodist actor. <laughs> Robert De Niro is a Methodist actor. Do you think Harrison Ford was just talking about himself? Method and they just threw it in there? Method <laughs> There's so many stupid little minutiae that separate the Protestant sects. I, at this time, I'm sure if someone said it, be like, oh, yeah, I actually knew that. I don't know exactly what the Methodists All right, so they're Protestants. Yes. They don't like the Pope, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ricky immediately, the first thing he does when he has Jackie Robinson in his office is he starts hurling N-bombs at him and insulting him. <laughs> He's a Methodist. <laughs> what do you think of that, boy? <laughs> but it's an important scene. Yeah, because he's, test, he's testing it. Yeah. It's the first shit test for mm-hmm. him. Yep. It's to see if he can take it. And yeah. Jackie takes it. Yes. Yep. Oh, he acts like a like a grown-up. Yeah. <laughs> then Jackie calls his girlfriend slash wife. Yes. Who is a 10. She's smoke Jesus show. Christ. She's smoke show. Who is that girl? I don't know. I don't know. She's gorgeous, though. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to find Google- out. <laughs> can we Google this? <laughs> Who is that guy? It's George McFly. <laughs> What's her name? What's her? What else was she in? Because I don't think I've seen her before, but Classic Beauty? Yeah. Nailed it. Oh, she's gorgeous. Like, wow. Her? The, the, and that's what I kind of like, like about it when I said before, like, bring back the suits. Her in a suit alone is like drop dead gorgeous. In a her, dress. In a dress. She's not wearing a suit. It looked like a suit. It's not a suit. It's a dress. Okay, sorry. <laughs> her name is Nicole Behair. Behair is in the hairdo. She's named after the popular 60s hair. Yes. <laughs> her ancestors invented it. <laughs> so from there, Jackie uh, calls his girl. They get married. Now, this is an inaccuracy because they were actually married before he had joined the war. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. They were married when he went off to war. So okay. he was already married to her. Mm-hmm. They get on a bus. Now, well, I, actually, I, I read a little tidbit about this. Okay. Apparently, one of the reasons that of all the players they could have chosen, like from the Negro Leagues, they partially why they chose him, believe it or not, is because he was married or about to be married, and they felt that that would be more palpable and people wouldn't be worried about him going after white women with his new celebrity. <laughs> they wanted... That is, the, that is the world he was living in, you know? They wanted the person... it. It had to be Jackie Robinson because they needed someone that could take all this shit. Mm-hmm. 
they needed someone that could project a family man image, mm-hmm. and they needed someone that could play. Yeah, who you, was that talented. You had mm-hmm. to have all three. Mm-hmm. Which is why he's the guy. Which is why he's the guy. Right. Yeah. Now, when we watch him play in the spring training stuff, because that's what they do. They bring him up to New York, and then he's like, well, you're going to go to spring training, and if you're good enough, you're going to be on Montreal. You have to do a season now, in the minors. that is the minor leagues, right? The Montreal stuff? Yes. And um, I will tell you, Branch Rickey actually invented the farm system. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to explain that? Or so basi- yeah, I don't know what the farm okay, system so means. Okay, so basically the way baseball works, and hockey too, and I don't know about basketball, definitely not football, but you have a bunch of players and you sign and draft them, and your big team owns a minor league team, and the purpose of your minor league team is to train and develop talent that you hope will one day come up and play in the majors. Mm -hmm. And this is important due to injuries, and really you're just hoping that you can develop stars. And it's a farm system. You know, Staten Island Yankees were a farm system for the Yankees. So the Montreal Monarchs, as they are in the movie, they are the minor league team affiliated with the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yes. Okay. So the Dodgers own them, and if you play well in the Dodgers, they could— If you play in Montreal, you go to the Dodgers. In theory, and you play well, they could call you up. Which is what happens to him. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you look at all these spring training games, he does nothing wrong. That's part of the the ridiculousness of this movie. Like, you would think he is the greatest player who's ever lived. (laughs) He is God, essentially, on the field. He does. He hits nothing but home runs. He feels like a superhuman. They he say steals it. everything. He steals everything. He steals mm-hmm. home. He, he does steal home. He did it in the World Series. Mm-hmm. For a game one, right? I think game one, yeah. And I was a little annoyed. They didn't win in 47. No, they didn't. They didn't win, I think, until 55 or 56. And he'd been on the team that whole time. Yeah, he was on the Dodgers his whole career. But he kept them in the playoffs and all that. Yeah, like the Dodgers were a perennial contender. And I, I just want to be clear, like baseball at this time, there are no teams west of St. Louis, right? No. The the Dodgers are the team that starts that the west, west Coast movement. Right. Because Walter O'Malley, you know, he figured he could corner that market and saw an emerging market. And and the technology had advanced where it's even possible. Exactly. And you also have to realize why baseball is important at this time. And, like, for us looking at this, we live in an age of mass entertainment and mass media. All the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. And you have so many options with sports, everything. Back then, you don't have... The one constant is baseball. Exactly. (laughs) That's that's what you got. And if you want entertainment every night, you need baseball. Because you have to be able to turn on a radio. You're from the 60s. Yeah. And you're, you know, eventually a TV, but at this time a radio, and that's your entertainment, listening to a baseball game. Mm-hmm. And that's what you got. Right. Or you can go to a game if you're lucky enough. Right. The American pastime. And that's really what it is. It's the pastime because you need something to do all the time because our society had progressed to a point where you don't need to work, you know, a million hours a day to live. People have leisure time. Exactly. And you have to fill it because if you don't. Well, then bad things. Bad things happen. The- what is it? Idle hands of the devil's Idle hands of the devil's tools. I'm a Methodist. I know that. <laughs> yeah, don't quote scripture to me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm going to talk like that all day. <laughs> Please, God, don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's why baseball is important at this time. And that's why this is really such a cultural shift. Mm-hmm. Because throughout the whole country, every time you're listening to a game, even if you're not seeing it, you're hearing about the Negro player in the league. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a big change. 
Uh, we see a J.C. Penney's. Uh, him and his wife. Well, they try to board a airplane. Yes. And they're thrown off because his wife. His wife goes in the whites only. Bathroom. In the whites only bathroom. And they're in the south. They have to take a Greyhound bus to uh, spring training. Now I want to talk about this for a second. Greyhound's that old, huh? Damn. Is Jackie Robinson getting preferred special treatment at this point? He's getting his own house to live in. You know, he's not with the team. He has a, a butler, essentially, a chauffeur. No other player has this. Now, is that all real? He did have that 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 guy. That writer is a real dude. I know that guy's a real guy. He used to be a ball player, actually. Yes. And uh, he was a pitcher, and he threw like a, not a perfect game, but like a no hitter. And there was a scout watching him, and he said, "I wish I could sign you, but unfortunately, you know how things are." Yeah, I'm not going to be able to. And from that moment on, that guy wanted to dedicate his life to making integration happen. Yeah. yeah. And he actually is the man who recommended Jackie Robinson to Branch Rickey. Yeah. He put the name in his head. He knew this is the guy. Mm-hmm. 100%. What is his name? Oh, fuck. That's a good, that's a name we need to, we need to know. Realistically, he's the one who should be in a Hall of Fame or museum somewhere because it sounds like it's because of him. He is. You know? Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. Smith. Uh, it's Wendell Smith. Wendell Smith. Yeah. Smith. Yeah, important dude. Yeah, he's actually very important to this story. So then they pull up in a bus in front of a J.C. Penney's, which, do they still exist? J.C. Penney's? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Brief. Uh, I bought my wife a anklet there. Oh, Nice. Like an ankle bracelet? Yes. Oh. To chain her to the bed so she yeah, can't she leave do? the house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the Wendell Smith now meets Jackie Robinson, and he's asking him a bunch of questions trying to prep him. And Jackie Robinson wants nothing to do with him. He mm-hmm. wants to play. Yes. And then the— He the, wasn't part of the press. Exactly. And then the white sports reporters start asking him the same questions. Right. And he looks back, and he's like, you did prepare me. Mm-hmm. And I love this. What will you do if they'll throw at you? And what does he say? Duck. I'll duck. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. That's a good answer. Yes. But the, the reporter says a line that is re- reoccurring throughout the entire movie, right? Is uh, it an end bomb? It's, it's an end bomb. It's end bombs so left. End there bombs. was so many in this. It was just like, at one point, you know, there's too many when it stops getting uncomfortable, and you're like, oh yeah, this this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, <laughs> no, he says um, he's gonna throw it in slow or something like that, right? Yeah, they're gonna cut the question to come at you slow. They'll come at you slow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then fast. I like I like that. That was, that, was, that was nice. So the manager drops an end bomb. Christopher Maloney, right? Oh, uh, Law and Order. Law and Order, yeah. And Branch Rickey is like, you got to cut that shit out. You can't do it. Mm -hmm. Jackie is walked in his first at-bat and then steals two bases. Yes. And it's so whimsical. The music is so jaunty and whimsical. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right. And I will say, like, you want to see him struggle. little kid is the worst actor ever. The two little kids they show are horrible. Yes. Him and the white racist (laughs) boy. Yes. They're both so (laughs) bad. (laughs) Now, (laughs) please, God, let them show us what we can do. Let Jackie show them what we can do. Look, but you know what? He's a little kid, so it's like He's actually playing a real person. He is. Yeah. And I want to talk about him in a second. But like you said, they never show Jackie struggling as far as being a player. Yeah, it's almost yeah. as, it's almost yeah. as if he's perfect. And yeah. I think that's what Beaver's talking about, kind of. Yes. Like he 
the movie. You want to see him on the a slump. The movie almost makes yeah. his journey too easy. It's it's boring, yeah. You want to yeah. see him on a slump, mm-hmm. and you know you want to see him struggle. Right. But I understand that they're not worried about that in this story. Right. And they're just like they're just they're not focused on his physical struggles. There, it's the emotional toll. Mm-hmm. You know, and I understand that you could do that perspective. Right, but even the emotional toll should have an effect on his playing. And it, it did, though. Not where it makes him struggle. Because yes, it does. It, yeah, it does. In the one, the one, really. the one scene, yep. There's only one scene, mm-hmm. but he comes right back and it's fine. Well, because his player stood up for him and it and, gave him the strength. That, right. And at that point... Um, but that's not... That didn't really, like... I didn't feel the struggle. It was just like, yeah, he kind of lost it for a second, which makes sense. It's a physical thing. Like, it's a mental thing, excuse me. But it wasn't enough to make it interesting. I will say this about the movie and how it portrays it. You know, you have at different points in this movie stadiums full of people booing, jeering, yelling horrible shit at him, you know, that would obviously be intimidating to any human being. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that never... It never breaks him, or it never—it never even falters. He's still kicking ass through all of that. The one time he gets upset is from one guy just name calling him over and mm-hmm. over again. That is the only time we ever see him emotionally struggle in the movie. And and <laughs> and the the creators caught shit for that moment. Really? Because, because it, what it made him a human being? Yes. Yeah. The people were. <laughs> yeah, people, like, I swear, I, people were upset that they showed him breaking and like having that problem. Now, was that based on like a real? moment that happened that happened mm-hmm. and, well, and he well, broke well, it, well, I, well i actually saw a video because i did i i i wanted to learn some stuff mm-hmm. and it's i i saw that the movie makers invented that moment where he's sma- breaking where moment. he smashes the yep. bat in the in the dugout well let's dugout let's wait till we get there okay mm-hmm. so uh, the next thing that happens is it's spring training. He steals bases. It's magical. Mm-hmm. And then Wendell Smith gets a call. Well, a racist man shows up, and he's like, we're going to kill Jackie, basically. The sheriff? It's someone. Who, it was a random old guy it's from a random the town. Oh, when they're at the house. Yeah. 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 Jackie's sleeping. And they yep. got to get him out. And the he's staying with a family, and this guy, Wendell Smith, and the, the father of the family and, and this guy is sitting on the porch. Yeah, and like an old white guy comes over and is like, yeah. You better get him out of here. There's good. He's trying to be intimidating. He's not warning. I guess he is warning them, mm. but he's he's trying to be intimidating and be like, we don't want him around here. And like he's he's implying the clan is going to come and lynch him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wendell Smith gets him in the car and they drive off. And Jackie under orders from Branch Rick. Yes. And Jackie thought he was cut. Yeah. <laughs> And he was very upset, and he was relieved when he found out it was only a possible yeah, hate crime. We're, we're just fleeing from a lynch mob. <laughs> oh. No, at least I'm still on the team. And then there's that that tense moment with the where they swerve around a car. Yeah, they mm-hmm. swerve around a car. It's very brief. Yeah. Then they're back in spring training, and a racist cop shows up. Right, the sheriff. The sheriff. And he's like, you're not allowed to play. This yeah. is against decency laws, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And it's that's a big thing. And sure enough, he doesn't play. He actually leaves. And they lose 2-1. Yeah. Is, is, isn't that amazing? Like, he's in the middle of a fucking game, and, and he's got to stop playing. Yeah. Yep. That's the... I think you focus more on that type of stuff. That's fucking wrong. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's not name-calling, you know? Yeah, that's... It's, a re, it's real-world consequences. Mm-hmm. That you may be arrested. And I think the yeah. movie needed to be more of it needed to show more of that type of stuff agreed agreed you know it would have hit harder yeah but they really focus on name calling 
Yeah. Well, this is yeah. this is two, this made, was made in the 2010s, and that's the single worst thing you could do is hurt right. someone's feelings. You're right. And one of the best scenes uh, I think in the movie come right after this, which they're walking down the block and a white man crosses the street. To, to talk to him and his yeah, wife. Yeah, and it's a southern guy, and you it's think it's going to be really and bad. And over. he goes, he gets his wife to stand mm-hmm. behind me, and he goes, we're rooting for you. Yeah. There's a lot of us like 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 me who, who want you to do good. I, can I, 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 and I was like, wow, I actually like that, that scene. It was a great scene, because it shows that the majority of people, the common man, want what's right. They yeah, can yeah, see a rat, and they, yeah. they want change, the right change to happen. He gets on yeah. Montreal, and this is true. Jackie Robinson hit a home run in his first at-bat. That's great. Which is pretty fucking nuts, right? It's impressive. Yeah. You need things like that. And they show that in the movie, and I was like, in, when I saw the movie, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. And he looked it up, and like, oh, no, this is real. I was like, real. oh, no, that happened. <laughs> so real quick, this is something that's a little funny to me. The Mets went there's a couple of years ago. Do you remember when Je- uh, baseball started signing a bunch of Japanese players? The Yankees had a big Hideki yeah, Matsui. Yeah. So do you remember the Mets had their own Matsui? No. Kazuki Matsui or Kazushi. Kazuki. Mm-hmm. And he was going to be the next guy. Mm-hmm. And his first at bat on his first pitch blasted a home run for the Mets. Wow. And I was like, here we go. This is the fucking goat. <laughs> he was not the goat. Uh, <laughs> and that's all I could think when a guy like hits, when a guy hits a home run at his first pitch. I'm like, oh, Kazushi, Kazuki. You, you know you're a Met fan when something like you see something like that and you just get disappointment in your, in your yeah, soul. Yeah. I just get PTSD. It's like Mark Sanchez going to playoffs over and over again, and then not. You, you really just wanted to ruin my night, huh? I like getting you going on this stuff. You know I do. I know. It's one of my favorite things to do, O'Brien. I bring up, like, sports shit. Because I don't, know, I don't know a lot stuff. about sports. But I know, like, certain moments that get Brian fucking going. You know he cares so much cares about so, this. I've watched you him love have, shooting it I've down. I've watched him have a mental breakdown in front of my... You, you were there. You, we filmed it. Yeah. That was, that was when they lost in the playoffs the to the Steelers, right? The Jets, yeah. yeah. Do you remember what I said? You never, said a lot. They'll never win in your lifetime, you said. But do you remember how long I said they would miss the playoffs for? How long? I said it was going to be over a decade before they made the playoffs again. Were you correct? They haven't made the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was devastated when they lost that fucking game. Oh, oh, man. So funny, funny. I was dead inside. <laughs> You're bringing back painful memories. Uh, so then Jackie Robinson as a kid. Mm-hmm. Leo DeRosha. That's the kid's name? No, Leo DeRosha is the manager. Oh. He's the manager of the Dodgers, Christopher Maloney. So he gets... Oh, yeah, right. I forgot about this. He gets thrown out. He gets uh, banned from baseball. For being a man whore. Now, (laughs) they say that it is the uh, CYO, the Catholic Youth Organization, that does it. That that pressures baseball to get rid of him. Yeah. Now, this is a little bit of bullshit. Oh, really? What, they want to besmirch the Catholics? It, that was a part of it. There is only one God, the Methodist God. <laughs> <laughs> He's the funded, one just pulling the strings. <laughs> the movie funded by the American the Methodist Church. Methodist Church yeah. <laughs> AMC, American yes. Methodist Church. We don't like saints. <laughs> Get them out of here. <laughs> so he actually was also consorting with mobsters. Oh. And Why didn't they include that? 
I think they just wanted the simplest explanation, <laughs> yeah. and they didn't want to have a couple that, of reasons. It's not that important to carry. They just need to get rid of him. Yeah, well, he is important because he's the first manager to rally the team around he Jackie. the team. He threatens the team mm. on behalf of Branch Ricky. Right. Uh, the team starts to... Starts well, a petition. Well, let's skip. Yeah. So the the he has a great season with Montreal. The next season happens, and he's on the Dodgers. Right. And they do their spring training down in Panama, so Jackie will not have the hassle of, of the, the American South. The American South. Mm-hmm. And the team is in a hotel, and the kid from Luck of the Irish, the Disney movie <laughs> about a leprechaun, passes around a racist <laughs> pre- petition. <laughs> You know the movie I'm talking about, right? No. Yes. <laughs> you know. I do. Did you know that was him? No. <laughs> there was, I think there was two of those. Yeah, I think they did do a second, second one. one. By the way, that's the best Disney Channel original movie, Luck of the Luck Irish. Luck of the Irish. It's about a boy who becomes a leprechaun. He's part leprechaun. He's part like, leprechaun. It's in his family. Oh. <laughs> and then he Is finds he out. No, he's pretty tall, no, but he becomes regular, a leprechaun. Yeah. The, the luck of the Irish kid passes around a racist petition saying mm-hmm. that the Dodgers will not play with Jackie Robinson. Yes. Branch Rickey calls up Christopher Maloney, mm-hmm. Leo DeRosha, and is like, nip this in the bud. Yes. Stop this, and he yells at the team and chews them all out. Yes, in his underwear. And mm-hmm. he's in his underwear yelling at them, and he was... What's the whole thing where Branch Rickey keeps calling that guy in the middle of the night and nobody else... <laughs> He's the manager. I understand that, but it doesn't happen to anyone else, and they do it to him several times. It's like a running gag. Like, I'm calling you at 4 a.m. <laughs> I, I think because Leo DeRosha is the first guy to, like, accept Jackie. That's not why. It's just a gimmick in the movie. It is, but he didn't call <laughs> the Sir, other we're the only two people yeah. awake right now, yes. probably on this island. <laughs> Isthmus. Isthmus. So go wake him up and tell him. <laughs> I just feel like he's shaking constantly. I don't know. I like your impression is almost like the Gungan King from from episode one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You will suck out the bongo. Because that's what he the sounds like. That's exactly what he sounds like. <laughs> it sounds like his head is violently shaking when he speaks. Boss Ness. Boss Ness, yes. <laughs> By the way, for the record, Jar Jar Banks is my favorite Star Wars character. For the record, George Jar, Jar Banks is down. the best Star Wars Write character. Yeah. I don't care about your favorite. He's the best, period. End of story. I agree. He has double organized. <laughs> <laughs> Those that don't know George Jar, Jar Banks in lore, in Star Wars lore, has a penis and a vagina. He's a double organ. Yeah, Google that. Look that up. <laughs> but type in George Jar, Jar Banks double organ. <laughs> Or Jar Jar Binks penis and vagina. Do it on your work computer. Yeah. <laughs> I would love for someone to get fired because they're on their work computer. <laughs> they get called into the boss's office. What, what is, is this? this? And it's just a stack of like Google images of like of Jar Jar Binks eroticism. Which does exist. It, it exists. Oh, I know it exists. It exists in a copious amount. <laughs> the only reply you say to that is it's the best Star Wars character. You know what Jar Jar Binks Why are you looking at this He's the best He's the best character Why wouldn't I Do you know what Jar Jar Binks said After eating pussy What My tongue My tongue is numb (laughs) That was a good joke How did we get here I don't know What website is that on (laughs) 
Which one? <laughs> Details. <laughs> so Leo DeRocha is consorting with the mob and banging actresses. He gets shit canned. Mm -hmm. And they replace him with a guy who looks like... The a guy of no consequence. The, the new manager comes in and they make this big scene about how... Well, Branch Ricky begs him to join like he's, he's essential. But I guess it's just because he has nobody else to go to. He joins up and then... They have this scene where he goes to the locker room and he gives a speech to them and they all hate him immediately and he gives this weak... It's like, it's meant to make you feel like he's worthless. Yeah. But it well. adds nothing to the film because you think it's going to be like an aspect of the, of nothing the rest of the movie. Nothing came from it. And nothing happened He's weak. It was just... But, it, but is he? We don't know. He's it, just uh, portrayed like kind of like as a weak manager, I thought. That's, that's... He's definitely like... The whole manager thing, like they had this whole, they had multiple scenes with these managers, the other guy too, the one that just got fired, and they're irrelevant to the story. There's only one relevance in the entire part, and it's during spring training. It's when he yells at and them. And that was it. That's it. That was it. There's no, it seems like actual baseball. It's, <laughs> it's like, why is this in the movie? <laughs> I don't know. They could have, they could have cut it out. Maybe they just needed a couple of extra minutes. At, who knows? <laughs> Because nothing happens after that. Yeah. I don't, do you even see him again? He's like, like in the background. Like he's yeah, just he never speaks to right? him. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he's just there, you know, looking like an old dude. <laughs> anyway, so we get, now it's April fifteenth. It's the first day of Jackie Robinson's playing career. He has broken the color barrier for baseball, and John C. McGinley is uh, the uh, the Firefly guy. No, no, John C. McGinley is uh, the dude from Platoon. Bunny? Not Bunny. Bunny? Not Bunny. Um, <laughs> what's his name in Platoon? I don't oh, know. Son. Oh, that guy. He's he, in the, oh, right. He's the, he's he's the announcer. He's yeah, the announcer. he's the announcer. Yeah. And in every sport... I got a bad feeling about this one, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the sports announcer in any movie is such an important role. Yes. Because he has to communicate everything to the he audience. He does great 1940s like mm -hmm. slang and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's good. I love John C. McGinley. He's such a good actor. Mm -hmm. So he plays for a while, Jackie Robinson, and now we get to the worst city in America. Philadelphia? <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> the biggest shithole in the country. I hate Philadelphia. You do? Hate it. Well, I'm a Mets and Devils fan. Do you, do you like hate it because of the, do you actually hate the city, or do you hate it because it's like sports? Do you hate Huggies? I I, I like. Do you hate the water. I, I like cheesesteaks. Yeah, you like the cheesesteaks. But I I don't like Philly. To be fair, I don't like New York either. I think New York's a rat infested shit. Do, do you like bagels? <laughs> bagels. Uh, you're like making my skin crawl. <laughs> we gotta go down the wall wall have a Huggy. Philadelphia. You're doing just, a really good accent. Thank you. He, well, you're there all the time, yeah. right? I, yeah. I work with a lot of Philly people. Uh. <laughs> John, say, I never heard say you John. Uh, do that. They say John. They go to the Delaware Water yet. They look at the water. <laughs> <laughs> we might have people from Philly <laughs> listening, <laughs> and if you are, you know I apologize for crayons? Brian. I don't also, apologize. Fuck but you. But also, I really want to know is Ant's impression good? Do Do you know what they call a crayons simple yes or no? No crowns. Crowns, crowns. Like, like they say, like crowns. Yeah, and oh. it's just the it's they're saying crowns. It's just yeah, the it's accent's accent. crowns. And it's so close to here. It's not like it's far. Well, the Northeast has a great array of accents. If you want to talk about it for a minute, <laughs> let's talk about Boston or Maine. Or <laughs> Maine's a little more subtle, though. No, I've I'm my my cousin's wife is from Maine, and I yeah. met her parents, and they they say lobsters. 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 That sounds a little bit like Boston. It's though, similar. No? It's very right? similar, it's similar. Yeah. It's all that new England It's not as stuff. heavy. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Yeah. So, well, now that we got Brian's anger out. No, so Philadelphia <laughs> is known for having the worst sports fans in the entire country. Not just sports, but just fans in general. When they go to events, they are purposely aggressive and violent. They're just like animals. They have a prison in the football stadium. They did, yeah. Or they may, they <laughs> wow. may still do, yeah. They used to have in um where the Eagles played, like a, a judge on standby because they would just be arresting so many people at the gates. Wow, it's Why? like you just it's just like tradition. It's the way it is, the fans just are animals. And um, what's it called? You remember the the famous Bill Burr thing with the Liberty Bell? Yeah, yeah. They Bill Burr was doing a show in it was like part of the Opie and Anthony thing. And the crowd, before he even opened his mouth to speak, was already murdering him, booing, going crazy. And he just gave up on doing his set and decided to just bash Philly for 10 minutes. <laughs> and, like, getting deep into it and, like, going to all their <laughs> iconic stuff like Ben Franklin's and shit. <laughs> and by the end of it, they respected him. Yeah. And <laughs> aggressive people respect aggressive people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he won them over by yeah. just destroying Philly. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of what made him a name, too. Yeah, it was like a turning oh, point really? in his career. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Alan Tudyk. Now it's the scene we all want to talk about. Yeah. Alan the Tudyk. The guy from Firefly. The guy from Firefly. <laughs> Amazing voiceover artist. Had to get. What is some of his work? Everything. Like, he's a voiceover artist in everything. Oh, yeah? Like, he'll just voice, like, a chicken in something. He do, he plays a great Southern racist here. Yeah. So, <laughs> he's a real guy. Uh, this is a true story. This happened. Mm -hmm. And he just... It had to be such an uncomfortable role to get cast for. Well, yeah, you're just screaming the N-bomb at <laughs> one man for 20 minutes. <laughs> and he had probably to do multiple takes. Yeah, I'm sure he did. You know, so... Either that or he loved it. He really got into the work. <laughs> I've always wanted to do this. Like, he's cracking his knuckles. He gets to, set, gets to set early. <laughs> here to practice Big my lines. Today. Big day today. Hey, Chadwick. <laughs> hey, I just want to practice with you a little bit. You before, before we start rolling today. <laughs> We don't have to film for two and a half hours. <laughs> Alan, Alan, you start shooting next week. Yeah, but I just really want to like, get this out. You know, I feel like my character's got a lot to say, and I want to say it right. You know? <laughs> now, should I hold out the hard R for an extra second or two? Like, how does this sound? <laughs> Maybe I'll put an A at the end for a few of them. You know, we'll, we'll make it fun. We'll play with it. We'll play with it. <laughs> How about this? And he takes the scripts and ramps it up. I'm going to improv. I'll do this one from the heart. I love that we've turned him into a monstrous racist. Alan Tudyk is just holding this inside all the time. Like he's walking this down the street. Chance. He's walking down the street just grumbling all the time. Oh boy, I better get to play a racist soon or I'm going to lose my shit. I just blow my top. <laughs> Gets all emotional between takes. Chad, can I call it's you everything Chad? I wanted? I got something else I'd like to call you, but I'll hold off on that till you know the cameras are in front. <laughs> you give him like a slight Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So he just That's brutally so verbally harasses mm -hmm. Jackie, who can't say or do anything about it. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
And the players are getting upset. And he's playing a man named Ben Chapman. Ben Chapman. And after this, well, spoilers for the end of the movie, they say he never manages again. Well, he, This is his last he, season. Is it? He gets fired at this season? He gets fired at the end of this season. Oh. And why do you think that is? I don't know. Is it for racism? Because no, they lost him. <laughs> the, the possibility is that it's racism, but I tend to believe it's because he finished 30 games under 500. That'll do it. So who the fuck would want to hire you? If they won the World Series, he'd be managing. That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, that's the bottom line in sports. You could say or do anything as long as you win. Mm. You know? Like Sean Avery. He didn't win. He's a fucking loser. The great Sean Avery. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say He's that. He's one of the finest. Uh, <laughs> I want to punch you. Players ever. I want to punch you in the fucking mouth. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> like he's just a horrible person. <laughs> he beats up homeless people for he no reason. He beats them up. He abuses them. <laughs> oh, sorry. So much better. <laughs> he's one of the biggest pieces of shit ever in sports. <laughs> I've, I've, didn't he have sex with someone's wife? So, Sean Avery is a New York Ranger from years ago. Yeah. He, I don't think Brian likes the guy. <laughs> so, there's, a, there's an actress. A, Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. Elijah or Lisa Cuthbert? Eliza Cuthbert. Cuthbert. Yeah. She played in The Girl Next Door. She was... Smoke show. Yeah. She was dating Sean Avery. Also a smoke show. Sean Avery. <laughs> Any relation to Tex Avery? Yeah. yeah. He's an animator on the side. Uh, and she started dating another player, and then he started, like, talking about how the player had his sloppy seconds, and it became a thing. Mm. I think they got married, actually, her and the other guy. But yeah, good for them. Anyway, so Alan Tudyk how is... How many dicks? <laughs> two. Two dicks. It's like Jar Jar. Yeah. <laughs> Comes full circle. Comes full circle. <laughs> He's actually going to play Jar Jar in the uh, new Jar Jar Binks yeah. Disney Plus The Obi-Wan show. He's yeah. going to be on the Obi-Wan show. It's Jar Jar. He's got two dicks. Double organ. <laughs> Misa got something for you. It's a big And boo -boo. you. It's called the double saga. Uh. All right. So Alan Tudyk says horrible, horrible <laughs> shit, mm -hmm. and we see Jackie Robinson rage in a tunnel and break a bat. He breaks the bat. So I saw that the filmmakers added this scene. It is fiction. Yes. He never actually went and raged out. It's a fiction. Never yeah. broke Never happened. <laughs> never broke the bat. That's... that's, that's we made it up. <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, <laughs> Um, so, yeah, he's raging out in the hallway there. And they added that because they needed to show him being that they did get to him. That's, like, why they put it in the movie. But Mrs. Robinson, who was... Coo-coo-ca-choo, Mrs. Robinson. Okay, Brian just took two different songs. <laughs> yep. Mrs. Robinson uh -huh. and I Am the Walrus. Yes. And he put them together. No, he says, coo-coo-ca-choo, Mrs. Oh, Robinson. Right, Fuck you. <laughs> Got I want an apology. I'm isn't sorry. it? Isn't it? Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. No. Yes, but there is like one point where he just goes cuckoo 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 is correct. I don't, don't know why. I don't know why he chose the, the one, one, one yeah. he line the one, instead but. of the more popular and yeah. re-said one. That's the line that I always remember. Mm. Don't test me on my Simon and Garfunkel. I'm a big Garfunkel fan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, what I about you? Name one Garfunkel solo song. Yeah, Gondola on Venice. 
He may be making that up. Do you think? I'm not making that up. I, you know what? With him, it's possible. But gondola on Venice. On Venice, uh, he's probably saying it wrong, but like he's probably has the right idea. I know? made it up. It's fiction. It's fiction. <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> I am a Paul Simon fan, though. I do like Paul Simon. But you don't like Garfunkel. Does nope. anybody? Does anybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke on Flight of the Concords. She calls it Garfunkling. Um. Yeah, so they, they added that, but Mrs. Robinson, Jackie's widow, was still alive when this movie came out, yes. and she liked the scene, so it was, it has the seal of approval from the Jackson mm-hmm. estate. And, you uh, know, John Jack, Rob, Robinson. Robinson. And you know Not what? Like, there were probably moments that, it probably didn't happen in a dugout, but there were probably moments where he was upset. I'm sure, yeah. You know, I mean, how could it how not? How could it not? So, then Alan Tudyk's. Oh. Yeah, Ben Chapman is forced to take a picture with Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson has stated in interviews after the fact that that was the hardest thing that he ever had to do was was take that photo with that guy. He just hated that guy so much. Yeah, hated his guts. Yeah. And Branch Rickey actually says Ben Chapman is one of the best things to ever happen to the Dodgers. He said he united the team. Yep. Because they didn't like to see what he was doing to him, and, and they didn't want to see a guy take that kind of shit without being able to fight yep. back. It's like, even mm. if they didn't like Jackie Robinson, it's like, he can't defend himself. He's one of us. Yeah. Yeah. They mentioned, they say that in the movie. They That's do say like it in the, the movie. direct line. But, but, but that is, that is real. That's that, how they felt. He did us a favor by being such a piece of shit. So, so, so now they start trading racist players to Pittsburgh. Is that real? Now, they did trade players to Pittsburgh. Guy, right? They did trade a couple of players to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But do you know why Pittsburgh is used as a punchline? No. So, the reason Pittsburgh is a punchline, and Pittsburgh, by the way, is one of my favorite cities in the country. Unlike its counterpart in Pennsylvania. Yes. Unlike that (laughs) rat-infested shithole Philadelphia, I love Pittsburgh. One of my favorite cities in the country. But Pittsburgh at the time is still heavily, heavily... Steve is like cringing. I have so much to say when this mic's off. I have so much to say. he's holding back. So you know, I I do that too sometimes. Me and Chadwick, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> I have a lot to say too. <laughs> do you want to practice it together? <laughs> so Pittsburgh at the time is actually still heavily industrious, In, like industrial. Industrial. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And you know they they're, they're steel mills and like yes. coal mining. It's the and former Andrew Carnegie. Ground Zero. It is known for some of the dirtiest air in the country. Mm-hmm. And you're living basically in black smog, and it's a shitty, horrible place to live. Mm. Which is why Pittsburgh is a punchline in the movie, I suspect. It's not said, but I suspect it's a little history dig. Mm. Is it? I think it might be. And I think that's why players wouldn't want to go to Pittsburgh at that time. Because you're not living in really a great area. Sucked. I don't think they That's were that I bad. That's what I thought. I thought they were yeah, maybe they they were just a bad just team, and people that know baseball know that. I don't think they were that bad. Because the guy keeps com- when he gets ready, he goes, Pittsburgh. Right. Like, why am I going here? Yeah. <laughs> Jackie is beamed in the head. Yes. He's fucked up. You is know. That by the German man. Ostermüller. Ostermüller. Yes. Ja, now, in real they life, call him a Nazi. In real life, Jackie was not beamed in the head. 
He's beamed in the elbow. Yep. Because he put his arm up to block being beamed in the head. Exactly. Ah. I did some research. Yep. He. Uh, <laughs> he That's was, messed up. He was mm-hmm. beamed that. a total of nine times that season. Wow. Which so is, why didn't they show that? Which right. I'll t- I'll right. T- I'll why t- didn't they show that? I'll tell you this. That's light work because I'm a Mets fan and we've been beamed fucking every game this year almost already. We're not the same guy. Not. No, I'm pretty sure they're they're beaming the one guy on the team constantly. Yeah, Yeah. but I think a couple of players have been beamed multiple times. But the Mets have been hit by a pitch almost every game. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. It's hard to stop standing so close. And then they could stop beaming our fucking guys too. But you know. (laughs) And when he gets spiked, I looked up that too. The the guy you know tramples his leg. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That guy claims that he did it to a lot of players. It wasn't like anything personal. He, yeah, he's like, that's just how I play. That's how I play. I'm just a dirty player, yeah. which I respect. Yeah, yeah. I respect dirty players. I do. They're like, you're an asshole. You're racist. He's like, no, no, no. I'm just an asshole. I'm just a piece of shit. <laughs> I just want to cripple Wear all that my badge opponents. proudly. You know? I'm garbage. I'm not racist. <laughs> so then... Uh, Don't paint me with that brush. So they color... <laughs> if you're going to color me anything, color me bad. So then we get to uh, Cincinnati, right? And yeah. Pee Wee Ohio, Reese. Ohio, oh. okay. And Pee Wee Reese is there, and he is from there. And the crowd is booing Jackie Robinson. And this is the scene you mentioned yes. earlier. He puts his arm around him in a show of solidarity and support. And he's kind of like the local hero. Yeah, he's from there. Yeah. Now this little Anakin Skywalker, a local boy. <laughs> More episode one. Sabula, Sabula, Sabalba, now that's it's baseball. Lani. <laughs> Lani. Yippee! That's Watto. <laughs> so uh, number two best character. So this thing we don't know for sure. There's no actual photographs or record that he put his arm around Jackie like this. Oh yeah. It's no one is sure if that actually happened or he just went over and, and spoke with him. him. Yeah, no one actually knows for sure. Mm-hmm. So then Jackie Robinson is changing, and a homosexual player <laughs> comes up to him and asks <laughs> to shower with him. Now, I want to talk about this scene. Yeah, it's played for laughs that the guy comes over and he's like, well, come shower with us. You know, because Jack, Jackie didn't want to go in the shower because he felt like it might make other people uncomfortable because he's black. Yeah. And the guy's like, I the just want to like, see your dick. Just, just do it. You know, the guy, the guy comes over and asks him to join them because uh, now he's part of the you're, team. You're a team. Yeah. So he goes in the shower. Now, I don't know if you guys caught this, but I 100% was watching, and I saw this happen. A guy walks out. No. He goes over. He walks through the shower, and they're all showering. He goes up. The guy standing next to him in the background is drinking a Budweiser while he's showering, turns, and looks at his cock. He views his cock as he walks over. I did not pick this up. This is in no, the movie. I didn't see that. The guy takes a swig of his Bud. In the shower, and he gives a nice fucking gaze right at that dick. He wants to see. He it. did a spit take. <laughs> yeah. He never saw a double organ before. <laughs> Jackie unzips. It's actually Jar Jar. <laughs> Slipping on the water. Yeah. The soap's going the soap's everywhere. Going everywhere. Ah, double organ is hysterical. <laughs> There's always a bigger fish. There's always a bigger dick. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. It's <laughs> a lot of characters in this. Yeah, episode. yeah, it's, like, it's a little hard to keep up. <laughs> this is a fun one, though. So yeah, that guy wants to see his dick so bad, right? But it wasn't even that guy who does look. But at his like, dick. it's weird. It's a weird scene. Yeah. 
so then Jackie is spiked, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers end up winning the pennant. Yes. And they make it look like Jackie Robinson hit the game-winning home run, which he did not. Who did? They did not. It, it doesn't matter. He hit a home run in the first inning of a game that they needed to win in order to have a chance to win the next night. Mm-hmm. So that game they show is a slight bullshit. And I think that the defining thing in Jackie Robinson's career, other than breaking the color barrier, is stealing home base. Mm-hmm. in the World Series. And mm-hmm. I think it's a mistake that they they start the movie with him stealing home base they don't in the Negro it. Leagues. And, never and you don't cap it with his biggest mm-hmm. moment. The movie stops at the end of this season. It does not show <clears throat> the World Series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, as you... They didn't win it until, what, 55, you said? 55, I believe. Well, I mean... They should have warped. The movie should have ended with that. Mm-hmm. You know? Go to the go to the do at least an homage. It doesn't even have to be like right. a World Series game. It's just end it with that. I get happening. The movie is less of a biopic and more about America. It's a feel good movie. The story, yeah. yeah. It's a feel the, good. The mythos. So. It's not about the man. It's about the story. Yeah. You know, with a little glimpse of the man. Mm-hmm. Which was what I was. That's why I was disappointed. I could understand you know? that. Like I said, I had seen the movie and forgot I ever saw it. Yeah. <laughs> So it's can, not setting the world on fire by any means. No. But it is not a bad movie. It's a totally fine movie. Yeah. It gave us a great character that we're probably going to save for the rest of our lives. Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm going to be doing that a lot. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. <laughs> so real quick, could I uh, say something about baseball? Sure. Yeah, okay. There's a reason why I love baseball so much. And it's because it is the quintessential American sport. There is no other sport on the planet that sums up the beliefs of the country and what the country is all about quite like baseball. And until recently when they started to fuck with the rules, which I won't get into, baseball was founded on the principle that everybody has a chance. You can be down by 10 runs in the ninth inning and you have a chance there's no time limit there's no sitting on things no matter how shitty things get in baseball you always have a chance to win at the end of the game you may succeed and you may fail but that chance is presented to you and it's not like in other sports like for example in football i can keep the ball away from you and you will never get a chance to score and win in baseball you will get your chance to win and what you do with it is ultimately up to you and your team it's an interesting perspective. And I think that it ties into the American, like, beliefs we'll at its court. core. Yeah, like, you will get your chance. You may succeed, you may fail, but that chance the will always be there. Is there. And when you, especially when you can, and this is for all American sports, but when you compare it to the Euro style of sports, which is a classes system, because in Europe, not every team has a chance to win every year because they send you down and they relegate you to lower levels and lower leagues and they tier you and they put you in classes. And it's a more European way to view things. Whereas America, we have our one league with all our team and everybody's equal and you all have a chance to win or succeed. And obviously there's some shitty situations, there's good situations and it's whatever, but any given year, any given game, you can find a way to win. And that is one of the things I really love about baseball is the quintessential American sport. But Brian, that was beautifully said. Very well said. Very (laughs) well said. And it's something that I'm passionate about and it's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons I really love the sport. I've fallen asleep at two live baseball games. (laughs) 
I am not exaggerating. I went to a Yankee game. I fell asleep. I went to a Mets game. I fell asleep. I could have got so killed if a foul ball. If a, no, I'm not biased to the team. It's just the sport itself. As beautiful as that was, I, I can't take that away from you. That is actually a really good point, and why, and I can see why you would love that. That that's really good because other sports, you're right. It's like it's not the same. Okay. But Brian, what about that drawing? Brian has handed me his notebook, as he does every episode. I am now left to interpret this drawing. All right. What has he done? There appears to be. It looks. It looks like. I don't. I don't know what this is. This is. You can't is, make it you gotta, out. Is it Marge Simpson? <laughs> Marge Simpson, with a ball sack hanging between her legs. This what is, is throwing a baseball? I see, I recognize a baseball is in the air. Yeah, and then it looks like. Someone with a shield is trying to block it, right? That's Jackie Robinson swinging the bat. That's a bat? <laughs> That's the best I could do. This is horrendous. This is your worst one yet. That's the worst one? Yeah. I actually thought that was one of my better ones. Mm. Beaver, you got to see this. I usually don't look at them. I'll, okay. All right, I'll take a look at this. I'll take a... His <laughs> silence that is, is kind of damning. Wow. Okay. Um, your your interpretation was way different. Is that a baseball? Because you know, maybe it's like a Goku Kamehameha. One person's where one person is holding up a shield. That's a shield. That's a shield. Yeah. That's a hundred percent shield forward. But like their face is mangled. <laughs> so their it ain't face working. Is like worms. It looks like Tangler. Yeah. Like yeah. Pokemon. And the person that seems to be throwing what it looks like a baseball, but it's not really, has a ball sack yeah. and, and has one, two, three, four, five, six appendages. Six appendages. Double organ. Yeah. And uh, their head is half a circle. It's cut off. And it seems like it might be a hat, but it's floating. Like It looks like the hands are holding up the head. It looks very... It looks like Elden Ring. It looks like a monster from Elden Ring. This is an Elden Ring fight. <laughs> well, that's the pitcher and his leg is up in the air because he just threw the ball. Oh, that's a mound? That's a mound. That's a pitcher on a mound throwing the ball. Oh, and that's Jackie oh, Robinson at the bat. That explains it. Now that you see that. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So does anybody have any closing thoughts? What would you give this movie, Tony? Five. Five out of ten. Steve? Uh, four. Again, I am going to give it a nice six. Totally fine, passable movie. Yeah. It's good. If you sat down with a little kid that didn't know nothing about Jackie Robinson, they'd get more out of it than us. They would mm -hmm. understand this better. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's really who it's for. It's a family movie. Mm -hmm. Totally good, fine movie. Oh, the the kid that oh, they yes. show. I did want to talk about him. He did not catch a ball from Jackie Robinson. The kid that they show in the movie. Jackie Robinson throws him a ball in the movie. Yes. That did not happen. However, he did listen to the train tracks. That as... kid was Barack Obama. <laughs> no, he was a 1969 Met, Ed Charles. Ed Charles. Oh. World Series Met. Yeah. Wow. Comes full circle. Comes back to the wow. Mets. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Also, that racist kid. Horrible actor. Yeah, yeah there's a racist bad. kid who sees everybody else being racist and then joins in because it shows that. But he's crying when he does it. He's like, he's crying yeah. like he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> 
the child acting in this movie was Atrocious. a little rough. Yeah, yeah, but you know they're kids, so you don't want to beat up on them too they're, bad. They're yeah. not professionals like me. They're not method. <laughs> All right. So, uh, any final thoughts, guys? Or you want to get out of here? I'm cool. A classic actor. I've been acting for 40 plus years, and this is the best I can muster. I've never seen Star Wars. <laughs> All right, that's it. All right, you want to say bye, guys? Bye. Thank you for listening. Uh, one quick final thing. Jackie Robinson, that rookie season, hit 297, which is a pretty damn good average. All right, uh, so want to thank you all for listening. Want to give a big thank you to Tell em Steve Dave, Walt Flanagan, Get them for letting us record down in their studio. Come on down to Hazlitt, New Jersey. Visit TSD Town Studios. Visit Get them, Buy some merch. Take a tour of the studio. It's a beautiful place. Love it here. Definitely recommend checking it out. You could follow the podcast on all social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can send us an email at reviewinghistorypod at gmail.com. Uh, if you're from Philly, I don't apologize, but feel free to chime in and let us know. Water. Uh, also follow us on Letterboxd. All three of us have a Letterboxd where we rank the movies that we watch for the pod. I review every single movie I watch. My Letterboxd is at Brian Rupert. You could also follow me on Twitter at Brian Rupert. That's with two Ps. And thank you so very much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye. <laughs>